This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8am UK time. Apologies for the slight late start um, today. Um, there's obviously so much going on in the channel in terms of technology uh, and hiccups. I have good news and bad news. Good news is we know what the problem is. The bad news is it's a problem I can't fix uh, very easily right now. Uh, there's an issue with the laptops kind of USB ports um i have a short-term plan which hopefully can be put into practice today at some point this afternoon once things arrive but it may require a change of of laptop um which obviously this one is relatively new so hopefully still in warranty (laughs) but uh yes uh that's the issue we've got a usb problem and that's been the problem the whole time i did a whole diagnostic check on the laptop yesterday and came up saying usb failure so at least we know the problem but it will mean that there's probably going to be some robotic sounds so i'm relying on you guys and potentially a guest in letting me know when there is going to be a and if there is a problem but uh there you go thank you uh everybody that's tuned in really appreciate your time as always do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you are new let's say good morning to those joining us in the chat box black shine mark good morning to you to paul uh jimbo matt g kevin carl tony granddaddy gunner paul pj marcus alpha dave johnny phil uh, grantly poos uh, kevin errol uh, good morning to everybody else as well joining us thank you everyone for doing so it means the absolute world let's uh Let's jump into today's stories because uh, we've got a special part two coming up. So let's fly through today's information. We kick off with Arsenal's ladies beating Ling Koping uh, in the Women's uh, Champions League game yesterday. And they will now play FC Paris uh, in the next match. It was fantastic to see Beth Meads uh, in the squads as she's returned to the action, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, Jonas Eideval actually spoke yesterday talking about how McCabe was playing at right back. And I think it was Tim Stillman that asked the question surrounding whether or not that meant that Arsenal would be going into the market for a right back, to which he hopes, uh, Jonas Eideval does, that we will be signing a right back. So fingers crossed that can happen before the deadline closes. See, still transfers going on in this world. And hopefully we can sort out the right back position in the women's team better than we did the men's team on deadline day. Uh, two of Arsenal's ladies, Katie McCabe and Amanda Arstett, uh, have been nominated alongside Bakaya Saka and Martin Odegaard for the Ballon d'Or for this year. A massive congratulations to all of them. Uh, very interesting nominations overall. No room for Marcus Rashford uh, amongst the nominees. Or William Saliba, it's worth pointing out as well. thought maybe he was a little bit hard done by uh, with this one. But uh, a massive congratulations to our quartets. And not just those four, but Ramsdale is the youngest amongst all the nominees for the Yashin Trophy as well. 25-year-old 
Ramsdale, the youngest by two years, Andre Anana, the next youngest on the list. So a massive congratulations to all five of Arsenal's representatives in the respective competitions for those solo awards. Um, that isn't Beth Mead on your screen because I can guarantee you she doesn't look like that. But Ryan Alabiosu has left the club permanently and uh, has joined, to the best of my understanding and pronunciation as well, KV Kortvike. Um, But Alabiosu has left the club on a permanent deal uh, this summer and will not be uh, an Arsenal player anymore. We wish him the absolute best and hope that he goes on to have a successful career. But it was always likely that he was going to leave because of his age. Uh, over tw- he's, he's 21 and he is 21 until he turns 22. But because of the ageing rules uh, in the youth setup, it would have been very difficult for him to get minutes in the youth team this season. Uh, moving forward, and Jorginho is being linked, according to Spanish media, with a move to Barcelona in January. Uh, the club are very much interested in trying to sign the cheap options on the market, considering their financial situation. And with him only having six months left on his deal come the end of that January window, with an option of a further year, of course, Barca might look to try and sign the Italian, who has been dropped from the Italian national side after a lack of minutes with Arsenal. That so that could make him think twice about maybe his Arsenal future. I, for one, hope that he stays through to the end of the season because uh, I think he can be a real asset for us. But it will be intriguing to see if anyone uh, like Barca tries to test Arsenal's resolve. If you remember, Chelsea got around 12 million quid for Jorginho with just six months left on his deal. So if Arsenal can get a very good deal in the end, maybe it's one to think about and one that they could look to replace in January. I talked yesterday in an article about Yusuf Fafana and how he's only got six months left on his contract at Monaco. He does have an extra year as well, like Jorginho, but there could be some options out there in the market to replace Jorginho with if Arteta wants to try and find one. And lastly, Trabs on Sport have entered the race for Nicolas Pepe. Uh, Besiktas, the club that were in negotiations, and as far as I'm aware, those negotiations are still ongoing. It's not collapsed. But we did talk yesterday about how there's been some renegotiating of those talks while Trabs and Spore are trying to jump in at the last moment to see if they can get their hands on Nicolas Pepe. So we're still waiting to get a resolution to this saga. Uh, the windows are closing. Today is the deadline for the Saudi window. I'm not 100% sure when the Turkish window closes, but I'm sure it's also very, very soon indeed. So this is going to have to be a story that resolves itself very quickly. And hopefully it can be with Arsenal benefiting in some kind of financial way. Remember, if Arsenal get around just over two million quid in terms of a fee, they will save around 10 million across the season because his wages are upwards of seven million a year. So that would be a significant saving if we are able to move out Pepe for some small transfer fee. And that is all of today's story. So we're going to move to part two. I'm going to be joined by a semi-good guest uh, for the second half um, and uh, and uh, have a chat about a fantastic cause that he is supporting. So without further ado, let's jump to that. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, Mike. How are you? Good morning. Very early morning. I, 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 the only reason I'm up tonight is because in about 20 minutes, I, the schedule has Diogo Dallo actually sliding through Virginia, and I'm waiting for that to happen because it, it, it's like a, you know, a lunar or solar eclipse. You got to be there right at the right moment. 
Mm, no, absolutely. Um, I'm only joking about Semi Good, by the way, yeah, Rich. He's a fantastic guest. Semi reference, but yeah, he's yeah. used to he's used to these types of jokes before coming onto these shows. Anyway, it's like Respect either a couple of fantastic guests and Mike, you know, and uh, so a really that, great panel today with Mike. Uh, yeah, so he's used to this type of behaviour at this moment in time. Yes, I was once told by one of my elders, uh, and 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 perhaps the only guy that's balder than me, uh, Lee judges that you know he was told by his dad if if they're not giving you a hard time, then they don't really care about you. So, uh, I'm you know, even though you're there far you too young to be treating me like this. Speak, speaking of being given a hard time, I I purposely wore a cap this morning. I don't know if you saw this, Mike, but on yesterday's show, I was criticised for wearing a cap during shows, uh, and like I'm not joking. It wasn't like a jokey comment. It was a very serious comment in the comment section saying, "I don't appreciate it when you wear caps. It's not very professional." <laughs> I don't appreciate. Okay, so I I mean you can look. I mean we want people to watch the Gooner talk, but if you know there are other podcasts you could watch where people don't wear caps. I mean, you know, it, <laughs> yeah, it's, the, the comment was from uh, Des Morgan. So Des, if you're watching, hello, mate. Uh, good. No baseball cap today. Not professional. Just my opinion. Don't take it personally. Everything else is great. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, come I'm, on. I'm in the of, here, have you got a cap to have? Maybe I should have like double cap. Maybe it's we not could, a cap, like, but it's my, it's my uh, grandfather's hat. It's a grand, <laughs> my grandfather's hat that I uh, that that I took just turned into a very jaunty podcast all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what we're we grabbing now? There, yes, there it is. That works. I hope this is professional enough for you, Des. Uh, yeah, yeah. I hope you're enjoying he, he the show. Put me on the solo um, view now if you want something professional, thoughtful, and, <laughs> and thought provoking. Because, I, like I told you, I have a breaking news on a Azerbaijani fourth division uh, false nine that that Arsenal's been rumored with. And it's been waiting for the proper 8 a.m. I expect the dossier as soon as feasibly possible, please. Um, <laughs> before we are going to have questions in the usual part two, people, and Mike's going to join me for that. But before we go into uh, the questions, um, oh, people are unsubbing now because we're we're wearing hats. Oh no, that's not good. Um, but uh, talk to us about you're, you're, again, you're not now fi- You're now fifty-seven thousand <laughs> away from three thousand. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, but talk to me about the Gunas Pods uh, twenty-seven hour podcast that you're going to be doing yeah i mean it sounds like an awful idea and frankly it is except it's been a really really cool event the last two years this is the third time that we've done it and of course we wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't for a great cause and that great cause is gooners versus cancer um i have been doing a lot of uh, promotion this week on various podcasts um i have many of these shirts in case anyone was wondering whether i'm just wearing the same shirt for a week although you know I'm not going to BS you. I've done that before. Uh, But anyway, enough about my shirts. This is a fundraiser for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. It's something that we do year round for Gunners versus Cancer. We do a a number of different things. We do FIFA tournaments. We do live events when when the teams in the U.S. We do live events like the ones that we've done in, in, in London. We raise money anytime that we can because the Gunner community is so amazing at being generous and taking care of other people. Um, and, and so this is just the latest event. It's 27 straight hours. And I don't know if you can read the small print there, but you know, it's not just 27. (laughs) Yeah. It's not just 27 hours of me. No one would want that. The leukemia lymphoma society would ask us politely not to do it. It's 27 hours of amazing guests, amazing prizes. We do a prize draw pretty much every segment. So about 25 prize draws. 27 hours of guests. We've got Tom on. We've got Peter Drury. 
we've got Jim Proudfoot, we've got John Champion, we've got uh, I, I can't read the list anymore, but we've got uh, uh, Kevin Campbell, Kevin, Alan. Well, you got Gab Marcotti and Julian Laurens at six till seven uh, on the that'll be on the Sunday night, so UK yeah, time. Be- They'll be kicking us off. My old high school football teammate, Gab Marcotti, and uh, and, and Julian Lorenz are uh, going to be popping the show off. We're going to have the guys from Arsenal Vision on, both Clive and Elliot, separately. We're going to have yeah. FK on. We're going to have Lee Judges. We're going to have uh, – Sophie will, of course, be on for a long time. Go to GoonersVCancer.com. The link is in the description. A birdie just told me that. Um, and you can see the entire list, not just of the guests, but of the prizes. You can see the schedule, so you can plan out your day. If you can't do all 27 hours, you know, A, what's wrong with you? B, at least this way you can kind of plan your sleep schedule around the guests that you want to see live. But trust me, there's some great guests in there. There's some great prizes in there. And if you go to Gooners V Cancer now, you do not have to wait until Sunday. In fact, I recommend against it. Go now to Gooners versus Cancer goonersvcancer.com read up on the prizes read up on how to enter and you can make your donation directly to the leukemia and lymphoma society using your credit card right there and uh and the sooner you're in the raffle the earlier you make the donation anytime now or after you will have those entries and you'll be in all 25 prize drawings if you do it halfway through the show you're going to miss out on the first you know half of the prize drawings and what sense does that make so it's going to be a fun experience. We've done it twice before. I almost fell asleep while talking to a couple people last year. Sophie saved my butt on that uh, account, but I, I got a good feeling this year is going to be, you know, a smooth sailing. So. Well, you know, one person that will wake you up is Elliot because he can't talk slow enough, you know, to fall asleep. So that'd be good. However, Clive, you, you're good. You're doing Clive at the start because if you put Clive at the end. Well, I, and I wasn't going to say this, but because I didn't want it to come out as though uh, the wrong way. But last year, Clive came on our our podcast at about the eighteen hour mark. So yeah. it was maybe six. <laughs> it was maybe seven. Six was it six sponsored o'clock. by the Calm app? Because it was it might- <laughs> six or seven o'clock in the morning, and just about ten minutes in. I, I mean, I I was fascinated by what he was saying, but his voice was literally transforming me into this sleepy state. <laughs> and uh, and and Sophie basically just took over the the, the questions and answered because she could tell I was not doing well. But but yeah, I, we got Clive at the beginning, so I will be plugged in. I will be awake. I'll be excited and 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 hanging on his every word. And it'll be you that I'm falling asleep in front of. But yes, yeah, I'll I'll be there. Um, so on Monday we'll be doing the eight a.m. show. And we'll have competition for views, actually, because you'll be live. I'll be live, as well. I'll be live with these uh, these two really well known uh, uh, football commentators <laughs> named Peter Drury and Harry Simeon. Um, yeah, I so bet that- Peter Drury looked at his time slot and went, "Oh no, I'm not going to be able to watch the 8 a.m. show." <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what happened. But look, I I'm cool with it. If you want to miss Peter Drury because you are so addicted to the news and information that you get from Tom Canton. Uh, that's fine with me. It'll be a short show. He's good. He, he's promised me he's just going to take 15, 18 minutes. That's the yeah. tops. He's only going to talk about each European league twice. And, yeah. uh, and then he's going to physically transport all of you over to the Gooners versus cancer podcast for yes. his, uh, for, for his thing. So I want to see at about eight twenty, eight twenty five in the morning. I want to see our numbers go from like 12 to 812 all at <laughs> once, like a, like, boom. 
Yeah, Otherwise, so on, Tom, when you're all listening, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing the 8 a.m. show as usual. Um, and then after about 20 minutes or 25, 30 minutes, because I think my slot's 8.30, unless I can jump on quickly, but uh, I'll, I'll try. Your slot is whatever you're done with this pod. Yeah, yeah. Whenever we're done with the 8 a.m. show, we will all, I will be grabbing all of you digitally, not physically, otherwise there might be lawsuits, um, but we'll be grabbing all of you and throwing you into, uh, we'll be doing a raid. I think that's what they call it on Twitch. Is it Twitch raids or things like that? And we'll be jumping into uh, the Gooners pod for a live show. So uh, make sure you tune in for Monday's morning show because it's going to be a, a full hour of, uh, of content. Right. Um, now we have a job to do still because uh, it's what we're here for. Um, oh, oh, one more thing. Can I? Can I just? Oh, say yeah, one go more on, thing? go on, go on, quick. There's a nice, easy link to watch. Goonersvcancer.com is how you donate. Goonersvcancer.com is how you learn it's all about down it. Below. But oh, the link to watch is 27hourpod.com. I mean, what's yeah. what's easier to remember than that? 27hourpod.com. Sorry. Both of them are down in the description. So you got yeah. a link for the show, which is the 27 hour pods. And then underneath that is the Gunas versus Cancer link as well. So you got both of them down in the video description. So yeah, I think about these things, other, mate. Other than the, the, the cap, you are the most professional out there. Come on. I try. I try my very that best. one thing you right. haven't conquered yet. <laughs> uh, let's go into the chat and take some of these questions. And if you've got questions for myself and Mike, uh, you can throw them in there. Christopher says, has Akinola left? Yes, I think he has, actually. I think I may have missed that one this morning. I think Tim Akinola has left Arsenal. Um, he's joined Qatari side uh, Al Bida SC. Um, so, yeah, he also, like Alabiosa, was one of those players that couldn't um, really be part of the youth side. So they had to move him on. And I think he spent last season, I want to say it was Chesterfield on loan. Um, but, yeah, he is now left the club on a permanent deal, as has Alaviosi. So we've got players now coming through. You know, Tim was a midfield, defensive midfield. Alaviosi was like a right wing back. We've got players coming through. Wall Waters, of course. Miles Lewis, Skelly. We don't have places for these uh, other youngsters. And that's just the process of what happens uh, these days. Um, so, yeah, let's let's see if they can go on to have successful careers. Uh, Matchy says, do you think the reason we didn't sign a timber replacement is because Arteta believes Rice could play in the defence if we need him to? What do you think about that, Mike? Well, I mean, I think the biggest reason we didn't sign a timber replacement is because you just can't just, I mean, you can't just throw money at every single problem. I mean, t timber replacement, we end up with an extra player next year that's essentially a timber replacement when timber's back. Um, you know, I, I, I'm sure they looked. I, I'm sure you would have a, a, a sense as to what the available options were. We did have quite a, quite a bit longer to replace timber than we did have to replace a few months of Thomas Partey. Um, as that happened towards the end of the window. But, uh, I mean, we we have six guys to play four positions uh, in, in our defense, maybe seven, and, and a lot of them can play two to three positions. So, you know, I think Timber was brought in. Well, maybe we thought he was brought in. Maybe this wasn't what, why he was brought in, but we he was brought in for incredible depth and flexibility. And while we don't have him now for this season, which is which is tragic and it, it, it really changes the look of our summer transfer window, um, you know, I, I don't know that you could just, you know, sign replacements for every player that you've just signed uh, when they get hurt. So uh, I think we have a lot of different people who can play there and, and, and that depends on where there is. But, you know, uh, I think yeah, we were think pretty much done. I think obviously there was an issue with the fact at the end of the summer that we didn't get enough players out quickly enough. Cedric and Pepe still here holding Tavares, Lokonga all left on deadline day. Like we couldn't move players quickly enough. That's not a fault necessarily the club in my view, because 
you, you can't move players on unless there's a market for them. And those markets didn't appear for those players until deadline day, sadly. And for some players, even when after the deadline closed, the market hadn't yet appeared for the likes of Pepe. And still for Cedric, we're not hearing anything about Cedric. Maybe he's staying, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, yeah, it's it's very difficult to to suggest like investing in, in a player when the space in the squad hasn't been vacated yet. I know some people say, well, why does that matter? You're not going to use Pepe and that, but it's to do with, you know, space in the squad. It's to do with the harmony of the group. If you've got players in and around the club that are not involved in any way, shape or form, that creates a negative atmosphere in some senses. And Arteta wants to avoid that as best as he can, as do the club. And I listened to the chat that Odegaard and Arteta did on the Arsenal website yesterday. And the big word that was, that was used was togetherness and connection. And you don't want to, you know, destabilize that with my making some rash decisions in the market. Also, Timber was the I, I think best. I heard that from Adu once. Uh, something yeah. <laughs> to that effect, I think I, I heard from Adu one time. Timber was the best defender that we could have bought this window. Like, he was the best one. Yeah. There aren't that many defenders that have moved in this window, especially those types of fullbacks as well. So there aren't too many on the market, sadly, to just be able to pick up a go down the supermarket and pick up a timber replacement. I suppose it would be a hardware store, actually, for a timber replacement. But, uh, you know, um, it's 8am and I'm still pulling off this comedy genius. Right. Uh, let's go to Gary says, where do you see Nuaneri getting minutes and what positions do you think he will play in the future? I'd hate for it to become another Balogun situation. I think Nuaneri is a very special kid. I mean, he. There, there's no question. He's. I mean, if you've watched the uh, the Jack Wilshire documentary, you've seen what the team thinks of Ethan. You, you, it wasn't just a stunt. I mean, you could say it was geared towards resigning him, uh, and and interesting him and showing him there's a path and in, in in you know basically gifting him the Premier League record for the youngest debut. Um, we haven't seen him since. I don't think in a match day squad. Maybe once on the bench, but uh, if that, but. I mean that that's that's your guy. I think that if you're going to see another Saka or Emil Smith Rowe rise to the occasion and join the first team in the next three years, uh, I think that's the guy that they're that they're pegging to do that. Um, and and so, you know, I I don't know enough about the player to know exactly what position he would play for us if he breaks into the first team. But I don't see this as being another Balogun situation. I think uh, I think he'll be giving, given every opportunity because I think the club are just in love with the guy right now. Yeah, absolutely. They were desperate to sign him up to a new deal. He was, to be fair, there was a lot of talk about, you know, interest from Chelsea and City. To my understanding, his focus was was always on trying to come to an agreement with Arsenal. He's grown up at this club. He loves this club. And hopefully he has a future at it. And I think that the faith that we showed by giving him that appearance against Brentford was a big thing. We've taken him to loads of uh, senior training camps abroad as well. There's loads of really great stuff. A couple of really good comments coming in. Firstly, Morgie uh, says, Mike, uh, no question, I'm afraid. We met at the Tom's uh, live event. Great charity and effort you make supporting mm -hmm. it. My missus has leukemia, so I'll be generously, uh, I assume that generously in donating, which is fantastic. But Morgie, uh, obviously send our absolute best to the other half. And Mike, I wish I wish think? we could do more to support you rather than you supporting us. But look, I mean, it's mm -hmm. it, it will hopefully all come to to the you know to the right ending, which will be recovery for your missus and a cure for everybody. Thanks yeah, for the support. Absolutely. Uh, do you remember, Mike, when uh, you spotted me in the press box and you kind of leaned over the barrier to shout my name? Yeah. And I was about what? Probably about two meters from the, the barrier, if that. Uh, wait, when was this? 
<laughs> was it, what game was it? It was when you were over. So the Forest game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it wouldn't have been the Forest game. I think. I think it actually the was the Cup game. It was the Emirates Cup. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I was like. If you were thinking about the positioning of the chair, I was literally like two over, I think, from where the, the stairs are. Mike yeah, but you were deep in conversation with the guy you were sitting with. and uh, Well, Mor- and- Morgie decides I was now on the other side of the press box, but Morgie, from where you stood, still shouted across about 20 <laughs> tables <laughs> to get my attention. So, you know, you've been beaten in that regard. It was great. Now i got to up my game. I'm going to do it from the North Bank next time. Oh, God. Yeah, you got to do it from the, uh, the East End. Uh, I'll you call know. you from the North Bank and from the I remember clock I got end a text from Owen who was sitting in the clock end and like it was before, it was like I think it was the the forest game because they had all the issues with the ticketing so Owen had got in early and thankfully he was like the only person in the clock end because I could see him and we were waving at each other so yeah I, I, I sorted thing. his tickets which is why I was like you're going in at about 11 o'clock for this game and uh yeah and and he was there with the ginger fella and uh yeah. so that's a fun time yeah. and and uh yeah he uh i'm sure he was looking out for you uh Fuad says mike what's your favorite place in london emirates aside when you visit just curious now i if you don't say what i think you're gonna say <laughs> it was it was literally on the tip of my tongue and it is uh, a, a specific restaurant um on uh it's just outside of leicester square, just leicester square in Chinatown it's it's uh it's just off of Gerard Street I forget the name of that exact street right there but uh you have to try the food at Canton Chinese restaurant it's it's owned by Tom's parents every time I come there I'm looking around for Tom I can't find Tom uh just based on the sheer number of individual and distinct separate videos I've shot for Tom where I'm looking I'm feverishly looking around for him in front of this restaurant uh, I, I think that would have to be the, my favorite place in London because there's no place else I could have been to more often than that. We have actually, for those that are even new to this summer, like myself, Mike, <laughs> Sophie, Lee Judges, Harry Simeon, Owen, uh, Jared, Albert, um, uh, your, obviously a couple of your mates as well uh, came along and you know, it, we actually had a really nice lunch there. You know, it was it was kind of a bit of a laugh, the fact that we went there. Um, and the whole point was, was that it was going to be funny. He gives... And, and what, he didn't what even was give... funny is that I had to kind of like keep it secret to everybody when they were saying, where are we going? And I was like, this is the address. And they were like, no, well, what are we eating? I'm like, I'll tell you. <laughs> you didn't say this is the address. You gave them like the, the longitude and latitude of the, the postcode. Of... I gave them the postcode. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, here's the postcode. You will know where we're going when you see it. Hunt. <laughs> oh, it was so good though. But the best podcast that will never air. That 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 lunch was was phenomenal. Mm. Uh, Kieran says, Tom, did you see that Rory Jennings has since apologized and admitted that he was wrong with the Garnacho offside? I hadn't seen that. So fair play to Rory for apologizing. He's got a lot in common with the PGMOL this season. Um, <laughs> Clock Orange says, Do you think Ten Hag will get the sack if this continues? I mean do you is he is his job in danger do you think i don't think it is really i don't think it is yet but i mean the thing that normally not always but the thing that normally is this is the straw that broke the camel's back is when when the uh you know when the players down tools um and i think you're i mean the the situation with Jaden sancho look the club's not going to choose sancho over ten hog right now uh but it's it's the first major public facing crack I think that you're seeing about Ten Hag's leadership and the way he's running the team. I think, you know, I I drove home. I was uh, visiting my son at uni um, 
and and the end of my trip down there was the was us watching the, the united game at a bar um and a bar where i had just water by the way uh because i drove home then two hours after that and on the, the whole way home i was listening to talk sport uh on sirius they have uh they played talk sport the kind of the post post game show and it was a call-in show and the vast majority of the, sh- the callers were manchester united fans who unlike people i keep seeing on on youtube and and twitter and 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 those sorts of places i mean they were absolutely destroyed at their performance not thinking that they deserved any points and 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 extremely annoyed at ten hag at at obviously at the glazers what's new but uh, so i mean i think there's starting to be some cracks there but it's going to take a lot more than than a you know a a kind of a shady four four game start for that to happen. There's going to be a little bit more, and and I I I'm here for this. There's going to be a little more unraveling, but I think the Ten Hag thing about him being this great young new manager. I think, as many many people said before this hire, I think he was in the perfect system at Ajax, and it's a system that doesn't exist everywhere else. And not everybody can go from that kind of system into a Manchester United just lion's den. And, um, and and they haven't fixed the fundamental situations. They they took a, a bit of a rise when they when they figured out that the team might be greater without Ronaldo than with him. But I think they've got too many really ridiculous personalities in that team. Too many high paid players. Too many people who are be you know feeling like they're not the favorites and they're not getting picked fairly. And uh, I, I think he could get sacked this season. I just don't know if he's going to be the first person or you know to get sacked. Yeah, I don't think he will be the first person. I think, you know, I Luton are obviously a side that are kind of expected to 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 go down. I'd be shocked if Luton did sack their manager because I think it's one of those clubs where he's done an astounding job in getting them to the Premier League. That it you know who the odds on favorite for the first one to get sacked in? It's I, not. I don't think he is. No, I, no, no. He, he's, he's not. He's a good shout. He's third, but but the, the, the odds on favorite is Sean Dyche. Is it? Yeah, that does. I mean, Everton are very, you know, shotgun in terms of their managerial changes. No, no doubt it will be this week and then they'll have a new manager when they play us. That's oh, obviously God, what's going to no. happen. Um, <laughs> but I think Vincent Company could be in trouble because even though he did a really good job with them last season, if Burnley don't start to pick up some points, you know, Burnley are a side not like Luton who expect to be in the Premier League. You know, we'll not want to go back down. He's 16 to 1, same as Ten Hag and Eddie Howe. Yeah, it's interesting. Very interesting. Um, Gar- uh, Gary O'Neill at Wolves, obviously. I like Gary O'Neill. I think he's been unlucky because they should have had a point or two against United this season already, uh, or three rather. Um, so, yeah, he's he's unfortunate. Uh, Iriola, I thought he was going to do a really good job at Bournemouth, but so far has been struggling as well. So maybe he's one to look out for. And Eddie Howe, you know, at Newcastle. Three losses on the spin. If things, I, It was one of my hot takes at the start of the season. I said Eddie Howe will be sacked this year. Yeah. And uh, we'll see if that turns out to be to be true. Um, let's go to uh, Marcus says, Mike, will you be asking Lee Judges for a detailed explanation on why he thought Man United were better than us? Yeah, this this is the first I'm hearing of this. I, I'm I, yeah. I, I'm more than likely going to be on with him tomorrow night on his channel. So uh, so I will ask that. Uh, did he say what he yes. thought? Manchester United yeah, on AFTV, that was his thing. He said he thought they were better. Oh, jeez. Yeah, oh no, oh no. Uh, I've been winding Lee up like ever since the he, film he, was out. I'll tell you what he's better than. He's better than your microphone just turned into. So, uh, <laughs> is it gone? 
<laughs> no, you, you, oh, okay. I was nearly just about to take it out then. I was... <laughs> yeah, it just it just started. This is one of my least favorite questions ever from Carl. It's a serious question, Tom and Mike, uh, Sophie and Charles. When you do these live events, do you actually realize that for us, it's like meeting A-list celebrity? Do you remember when I used to make fun of you because you accidentally one time talked about like responding to your fans? And and you didn't mean to use the word fans, but I I jumped all over you because of how pretentious it sounded. Because that's just not how we look at things. I mean, I I I, I do have to say it was it was kind of bizarre. I did not expect that. I mean, I expected it, you know, for you. But but uh, I mean, the yeah. way that people were during that event, which was so much fun, such mm. a wonderful evening. Um, I mean, it was just cool. I I, I am not a guy who typically people walk up to and ask to take a picture with or who have a, a t-shirt <laughs> with our picture on the yeah that was uh yeah peeny ween <laughs> is a special man <laughs> he's a special I, special man i get an absolute kick out of it i you know i i do love it uh i've i think i told you when we were having dinner after the uh after the uh after the forest game that one yeah. of the side effects of my stomach surgery that I had about a year ago is is intense narcissism. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so the uh, the you know the treatment from your fans at those events uh, is is a real treat because trust me, in my day to day life around here in the states, I don't get that. So yeah. So <laughs> when's fair, the next show? I don't, when, when... I don't get it anywhere other than when I go to these events. <laughs> it's great, and obviously, you know, a few people when I'm at the games and stuff, you know, say some really nice things about the channel and about the guests that we have and about the community that we have as well. It's it's a brilliant thing, and hopefully, early next year there'll be something else to to be able to bring people together again. There are things in the works uh, which I'm looking forward to. So yeah, I'm back in late October, so early November. So let's start planning. Come on. <laughs> uh, let's go to and hopefully the microphone sorted itself out. It was actually an issue. So yeah, we yeah, sorted good. now. Um, let's go. As I say, there's there's going to be issues, sadly, until I get this USB issue sorted out. Um, I think I saved a couple of questions. Christopher says, what's your prediction for the first Premier League manager to be sat? We kind of covered that. I actually I think saw that. I actually saw that question, which is why what, why I started looking up the odds. I mean, I, I guess yeah. that's cheating, but uh, but yeah, I Sean Dyche is probably going to be the one. Um, so yeah, if they, I mean, if we beat them, that's another loss for them. They'll be they are in the bottom three. They're on one point. That'll be one point after five games. I mean, we never win at Everton. So if if we can win at Everton, something's wrong with uh, with their coach. So, you know, yeah, I, uh, I mean, it, it's just it's incredible the good things that Usmanov has done for that club. Yeah, I'm uh, jealous. I'm really jealous. Um, let's go to. Uh, we'll go for a couple more before we wrap up. Uh, Green Weather says, "Ex Arsenal versus ex Spurs player Jacker's Bayer versus Kane's Munich. Who is going to win next Saturday? Hopefully, Jacker." <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no reason not to root for him in that one. Um, I didn't realize that that uh, that the Jacker Kane derby was occurring, and uh, and and I think I might need to watch that now. Is that this yeah. Saturday or next Saturday? Are we talking like in, in three days or, or in 10 days? I'll have a look. Uh, Bayern fixtures. Let's have a quick check. Uh, they are playing Leverkusen on Friday, uh, 15th next week. So, oh, okay. yeah, next week. So, this international break is this week. Friday but, week. Uh, yeah, Friday week. So that's oh, you know what? Um, it's Rosh Hashanah. I can't watch it. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, right that's going to bring us to the end of this morning's show Mike thank you so much for jumping on I really appreciate your time 
Thank you so much for having me. And as always, uh, and, and thanks for, uh, for supporting Gooners versus Cancer. Absolutely. Uh, all the details for Mike's podcast are down in today's video description. There's a 27-hour show that I'm going to be part of on Monday as well, but it starts UK time Sunday evening at 6. Uh, someone called Gab Marcotti and someone called Julian Laurent will be uh, kicking things off. Yeah. Oh, you wow. realize that a show is meant to kick off like with the headline act at the end, and you've done it in like reverse order. <laughs> there are 27 headline acts in this show. That's the only thing, you know, when you got this kind of star power on your show, you can't, you, you can't space it out. You just got to just blow it all out there. So. Indeed. Yeah. Well, it's full of some fantastic guests, as I mentioned. Gab and Jules kick things off. You've got uh, Clive uh, is going to be joining in the next hour with FK. Dave Seeger and Paulie Jordan Arsenal. Um, you've got an Arsenal. Who am I going with? Mike McDonald, James Johnson, Lee Judges, Melvin Marks, and Danny the GFP. Henry Wint will be on at 11 p.m. on Sunday. Ryan Rowcastle, fantastic, will be on at uh, midday, uh, midnight, sorry, uh, on Monday uh, morning. Elliot Smith from 1 till 2 a.m. Pedro, a.k.a. LaGrove, on from 2 till 3. Not another Arsenal podcast from 3 till 4.30. Uh, you've got from six, Steve Warrington and Max Ware from Ars Bros. Uh, Fergus Keaton and Trev Hills from Guns and Yellow Ribbons on at seven till eight. And then at eight, in competition with us, will be Peter Drury and Harry Simeon. I'll be joining over and we're doing a raid on Mike's show around 8.30 a.m. UK time. Uh, again, Harry Simeon will still be on for that hour. Um, Alan Smith, our former Arsenal, well, not former Arsenal legend, current Arsenal legend. And former you Arsenal never player, stop being a legend, man. <laughs> exactly from 10 to 11 super kevin campbell from 11 a.m till noon uh then james and uh andrew aka ask blog pair uh will be on from uh, noon on monday uh followed by that is charles watts talking about his book revolution the rise of Arthur as arsenal which i should say has become a i think telegraph bestseller um, new, york, new york times bestseller new york times well. bestseller as well this week massive congratulations to charles amazing amazing stuff i remember speaking to him before his, his uh book signing how worried he was that no one's going to turn up and as i said in my tweet i was about the 350th old person to get my book signed so yeah amazing work from charles very inspiring indeed so that's going to be great um, we've then got at 2 till 3 p.m. the FA Cup of Football Phrases final rounds featuring John Champion and Jim Proudfoot from TalkSport in the Premier League and a surprise guest as well. Looking forward to seeing who that might be. Um, at 3 till 4, it's the Arsenal Artist Hour with Ruth Beck, Fran uh, and uh, Dell as well. So make sure you tune into that. Uh, way too close picture game featuring James B. And Lee Judges is back because he loves this so much. He's actually <laughs> returning. Uh, with, of course, some of the guys from AFTV. TV. Uh, and it's worth tuning in just for James because James is fantastic. Uh, so do listen in for that one. Uh, and then Andrew Allen from Ask Blog News is going to be on from five. Arsenal from the outside featuring Warren Barton, John Harts and Sophie. I think Sophie's going to be across a lot of the, the shows. She will. Well, so yeah, yeah, she will be. Sophie across those. Uh, and then it's Demian, um, who's a musician, uh, who I'm certainly going to be tuning in from the Arsenal Women's Podcast. I'm looking forward to that with our good friend of the show, Albert and good friend in real life, as well as Albert. Albert is a friend in real life too. Um, but uh, Russell Hoggy Hog is going to be on. And then, of course, there'll be a massive, fantastic end to the show with the first uh, grand prize being drawn, uh, which is, of course, the uh, the first team kit, which has been signed. So lots going on 
uh, I could be a stadium announcer, it turns out. But uh, yeah, please do listen in. We do almost watch. had him on. Uh, you know, we, we know him too. So yeah, we do. We should have got Peter involved. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, I, I love seeing Peter now before the games because obviously I, I would have seen him around the press but press lounge and that's all the game. Tell him to now. respond to his WhatsApps because I mean, it's his whole. I, I went to his wedding and his whole family's like, no, he never responds to his text. Like we keep telling him, like, like I will. I will, he's, but I won't see him before you, the show, he's, sadly. He's a great it's, guy uh, when you can actually get an audience with him, but he's like... <laughs> <laughs> Dear me. Anyway, uh, thank you, everyone, that's been listening. Uh, all the links for that are down in today's video description, so do make sure you check them out. If you're listening on audio platforms, hop over to YouTube to get the links uh, to that, or you can go to Mike's Twitter, at the Gooners Pod, um, to find out all the extra information there. Mike, thank you for your time, mate. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Lovely stuff. Drop a like, people. Subscribe if you're new. And uh, yeah, we'll be back at 10 a.m. on the Arsenal way. And we'll be back this evening uh, with an Eat Sleep Arsenal repeat podcast at nine. I'll be joined by Owen. He'll be back. uh, The Doc and MK from LA Arsenal taking over from Sophie uh, again this week. So make sure you tune in. It's going to be great. See you soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.